welcome to the Field Log Podcast, weekly reflections for the Warrior King to help you master yourself, fulfill your purpose, and conquer the day. I'm your host, Marcian Sicario. Field Log Day 58 What's your relationship with pain? One of the questions that I like to ask men when I start to get into conversation with them and Maybe the conversation starts to move in a direction of the Warrior King variety, right? We start talking about living your purpose, becoming the most effective leader you can be, becoming a tool for God's purpose. One of the questions I like to ask in those cases is, what's your relationship with pain? Because I've found over the years that this question really gives you an insight into the workings of a man's mind, right? You learn a lot about a person, especially a man when you find out what his relationship to pain is, the concept of pain. Now, to give you an example, or a couple of examples, of what this might look like, say you're talking to a man, and, you know, maybe he's 21 or 22, you know, he's a young guy, and you can tell that he has the hunger, right? And we have an episode about that. If you haven't listened to it already, go and listen to that after this. But he has the hunger. He really is driven by wanting to be effective. He wants to be an asset to people. He cares deeply about people. He has all of those qualities. And at that point, you know, starts asking questions about, well, what should I do? You know, how do I improve myself as a man? How do I become the man that God needs me to be? Like, what's, how do I develop that toolkit? Well, once you start asking those kinds of questions, you're going to start getting answers to those questions. And in order to understand that man better, the question I like to ask is, what's your relationship with pain? So an example of that might be, I don't like it. The average person, the average man today, this is the answer he would give. I don't like pain. Like, who likes pain? Pain sucks. It's painful, obviously. It's uncomfortable. I don't like it. I try to avoid it. Or you might hear something like, Oh, I love it. You know, I'm a sucker for pain. I have, what, what is that called? Uh, masochism, right? Where you enjoy having pain inflicted upon yourself. And that's a whole another can of worms right there. Or you might get something in the middle there. And that's usually where we want to live. So first I want to talk about why those first two answers are problematic for any man who wants to become the best version of himself, the most capable leader he can be, the most capable man he can be. And then we'll talk about what the right attitude would be. So let's take the first one. You ask a man, what's your relationship with pain? And he tells you, I don't like it. It's obviously painful. I try to avoid it. Well, what does that say about his character? Well, a man who wants to avoid pain is obviously going to avoid situations that are painful. The problem with that is growth is painful, right? Anyone who has ever experienced very rapid growth in some sort of situation or anyone who's ever been tested by life, you know, God sometimes gives us these struggles to help us grow, will have learned eventually, hopefully, that the pain was not only a byproduct, but it was instrumental to that transformation, right? If you take an example like weight training, weight training is painful, right? It is very, very uncomfortable. It can be very exhausting, Right, I've recently been working on an update to the Warrior King training protocol. Link below. Go check that out. It's free. And that update involves more supersets. 
because there's some research to suggest that they're actually quite useful. I've been experimenting with them. Results have been very positive. Now, on high volume days, high rep range days, I should say, if you do a set of 10 on paused incline bench, which this is what my day two looks like, immediately followed by a set of 10 reps with dumbbell rows, it is absolutely awful. It is incredibly painful. I don't mean painful in a bad pain, right? If you train weights, you know the difference between a good pain and a bad pain. But it's very, you get out of breath, right? You might even get a little lightheaded. It's very hard. Or there was a while where my program included high rep range pause squats. So you're loading up three plates and you're pausing for two seconds in the bottom. By rep six or seven, you're just, you're done. It's very, very torturous. But you know that it's that level of intensity that's required to complete the exercise, which is required for you to grow. So a man who's afraid of pain, that's already a red flag. Because pain is valuable, if not very enjoyable. And then, of course, a man who avoids pain does the opposite of pain, right? He seeks pleasure. A pleasure-seeking life is fundamentally incompatible with the warrior king ethos. If you're seeking pleasure and the goal of your life is to feel pleasure all the time, right? It doesn't matter what kind of pleasure. You know, it could be something like pleasure from drugs, which is going to lead you into drug use, which is incompatible, right? Listen to the episode on drugs. It's going to lead you into seeking maybe sexual pleasure, which is which could perhaps lead to sexual immorality, like fornication or masturbation. And if you're a Christian, obviously that's unacceptable, which again, the first commitment of the warrior king is to his God, right? And the one holy Catholic and apostolic church, as expressed in the Nicene Creed, the creed of our fathers. So a man like that is going to become hedonistic, right? That's the word here, hedonistic. Seeking out pleasure, making the objective of his life to find pleasure. Now, the problem with that is, first of all, it's very selfish. Second of all, it's counter to the principles that we believe in. And third of all, it's impossible, right? Pleasure and pain work on a continuum. They oscillate. If you understand the the workings of dopamine, the dopamine chemical in your body, you'll know that after any great dopamine spike, there comes a correction, right? However high the dopamine spiked, it drops down lower because your body's always seeking homeostasis. And by the way, the other, the opposite is true as well, is if you experience a lot of pain, when the pain goes away, you experience a lot of pleasure as a result, right? It's sort of this relief. You're very happy that the pain is gone and you, you'll even get giddy sometimes, right? If you've ever had a long tattoo session, you'll know this. After you step out of the chair, you're very happy, even though you're exhausted. So the pleasure-seeking life is not compatible with the warrior king life. So that kind of, answer always makes me worry. Like, you know, maybe we can work through this and I can help this young man see why pain is important. But if he doesn't come around on that, there's not really much I can do because a lot of what I prescribe is painful. You know, cold showers, they're not fun. Training, it's not fun. Training sucks, like I said. Sleeping on the floor can be uncomfortable at first. These kinds of things, fasting can be very painful. And again, there's a difference between a good pain and a bad pain. Bad pain, of course, being something that's dangerous to your health Good pain being something that is not dangerous, just uncomfortable, if you will. Now, the second extreme that I gave was, oh, I love pain. I seek it out. I'm a masochist, right? That is also incompatible with the warrior king life. Because first of all, it usually speaks to, and disclaimer here, I'm not a medical professional, and I'm you know, just giving my opinion here, read the disclaimer in the footnotes, but I would imagine that 
enjoying pain speaks to some sort of psychological condition, right? We understand that ultimately pain is not something that we want to experience, but rather that we have to experience because of things of greater importance. So, of course, the world being in the fallen state it is now, after Adam and Eve's original sin, pain exists because of that. You know, in paradise, in the kingdom to come, in God's kingdom, this will no longer be the case. But in our present existence, it's just reality. But you don't want to make that reality a goal, right? Pain is not good. You know, even inflicting pain on yourself, you know, some people will harm themselves because they enjoy it. And of course, if you're in that position, please seek help, right? It's, it's not healthy for you. You know, speak to a professional. But enjoying pain to that degree is also kind of twisting it. And, you know, God forbid, you start to think that because you enjoy pain, other people enjoy pain. And then you might start inflicting pain on them. And we absolutely cannot have that. Because then not only are you not an asset, not only are you not a liability, you are actually a threat. And that is the absolute worst place a man can be. So when I hear, and I don't generally hear this answer, in fact, I can't even recall off the top of my head an instance where I've actually gotten this answer, but if I ever were to, I'd be quite worried. Now, those are the two wrong answers. And like I said, the answer we're looking for is generally somewhere in between. I think one of the best ways I've heard this described, not the best, but one of the best, is the attitude that the Stoics take towards this, right? And I, I oftentimes draw parallels between Stoic views and Orthodox Christian views, which at times can be very similar. Well, the Stoics used to say that there is no such thing as good or bad circumstances. Rather, some circumstances are undesirably indifferent and some circumstances are desirably indifferent. So something that is undesirably indifferent might be something like physical pain, right? If you take Stoicism to its natural conclusion, right, you take it to its extreme, a Stoic will be essentially indifferent to something like physical pain, right? You might, God forbid, lose a leg and say that ultimately I don't need this leg. What really matters is my virtue and the pain that I'm experiencing right now is ultimately of no consequence. It's fleeting. And that's the position that we want to approach, right? Understanding that, and I think I read this quote in the footnotes in the Orthodox Study Bible once, is that if you understand what pain is doing to you, in some ways, it becomes sweet. And I don't mean in the way of the masochist, where you get physical pleasure from the pain, but rather understanding intellectually and spiritually what pain is actually doing for you, you start to get this sort of grim satisfaction. You're like, you know, I'm really in the gym right now. And that's I, a lot of times when you see people in the gym, a lot of the physiological cues they're giving are very similar to anger, right? If you've ever watched one of my short videos on my Instagram of me lifting weights, right? I put up things like my bench and my deadlift and stuff. At the end, I might slam the weight down and, you know, yell or grunt or something along those lines. And that, that signals anger. You think that person's angry, but it's really a grim sort of determination. You've pushed through the pain and you're riled up, right? It's a very warrior-like disposition. So we're really starting to get close here to the answer you want to give. And I think the best answer you can give to the question, what's your relationship with pain, is I understand that pain is necessary for my growth and I accept it. And whenever it comes, I use it as an opportunity to learn and to grow. And that's the answer. That's the answer and the attitude you have to take towards pain is understand that it's necessary. 
I say this all the time. We know that the Christian life cannot be lived without pain, right? It is foolish, the saints tell us. It's foolish to think that you can live the Christian life without suffering daily. That doesn't mean that you like the suffering, but rather you like what the suffering is doing, right? If you, let's say, have a tooth that's gone bad and it needs to be pulled out, and they pull out the tooth, it's going to hurt a lot probably, especially after the anesthesia wears off. But that pain you understand is healing to you. Or, you know, when you were little and you fell and you scraped your knee, and then your mother would put some, some rubbing alcohol on it or something to disinfect the wound. That pain feels very bad, but you're very glad for it because you know what it's doing for you, right? And this is very similar to what repentance feels like. As you feel, you know, disappointed in yourself, but you understand that that posture of repentance is very valuable. So that's the right answer. This is a mature man's relationship with pain, is understanding that it's necessary for you to continue to grow in all areas of life. If you want to grow physically, you have to experience physical pain from exercise. If you want to grow mentally, you have to experience mental pain from studying, thinking about things that are hard to understand, trying to wrap your head around them, right? Really thinking hard. Thinking can be painful, right? If you're trying to solve a very difficult math problem or something, for example. Spiritual pain is going to be part of it, right? The more you grow in your relationship with God, the more you start to feel pain and remorse at the sins you've committed and the evil that you've done, right? You start to take this posture of repentance. So that pain is part of the journey. That's the way you have to see pain. You have to understand that it's necessary for you to grow and you have to embrace it. That doesn't mean that you like it per se, but you like what it's doing. And if you can't take that posture towards pain, you probably don't have what it takes to live out your masculine purpose. You probably don't have the determination and the perseverance and the grit. So you have to develop that. You have to become comfortable with discomfort. Right? One of the most fascinating psychological phenomena in the human brain is that we hate uncertainty to such a degree that many times people would prefer, and they've done studies on this, people would prefer bad news over no news, right? Let's say your car is having some problems and the mechanic says he's going to take a look at it and it might be totaled. Some people, they're so anxious to get the answer that they would rather just hear, yeah, it's totaled, you need to get a new car, than to continue to live in that uncertainty. You can't have that posture. You cannot let things like that, mental pain or physical pain even, steal from you your determination and your tranquility. So you have to become comfortable with uncertainty, which I'm using sort of as an analogy here, and you have to become comfortable with discomfort. And of course, as we've talked about before and we're starting to lead into now, your toolkit, you know, what's your takeaway today? How do you build that? And we know that the way you build that is by purposely subjecting yourself to small doses of things to build up your tolerance, right? If you want to become gritty and tough, you have to seek out discomfort. One of the best ways you can do that is through weight training, right? You should already be training weights because of just how powerful it is in turning you into a confident, capable man by just having a physique that you can be proud of, a level of strength that's useful that you can be proud of. Having that is good enough already, but the fact that it requires trial and difficulty to get there makes you tougher. Another thing that you can do 
is cold showers, right? I'm a huge proponent of cold showers and I'm not the only one. There are very many people in what you might call the self-improvement space who are fans of cold showers, right? And of course, there are physiological benefits, but my favorite benefit is the psychological benefit because you're learning to deal with discomfort, pain even, right? Where I live, when it's wintertime, the water in the pipes gets very cold. And when I take my cold shower, my standard is always to set it as cold as it'll go. I don't choose, you know, a level of cold that I can quote unquote manage. I just say, however cold the shower will go, that's how cold I'm going to take this shower. I'm going to turn it to the coldest level. And then in the winter, it can be so cold, it's painful, like it burns on your skin. But of course, in and out, and you know, there's no real damage. But you're learning to manage that pain. You're learning to deal with that pain. There's a saying, and I'm trying to remember how the wording goes, something like, you don't rise to the occasion, you fall to the level of your training. So let's say you're in a situation that's very painful. You know, maybe it might be emotional pain. God forbid, maybe one of your grandparents passes away. You're not going to rise to the occasion. Let's say everyone needs you to step up and be the man. Maybe you're the eldest in your family, or maybe you're a husband and, you know, your wife and your children, and maybe her father dies. God forbid. People are going to lean on you. You have to keep it together. But you're not going to rise to the occasion. You will crumble under the pressure you're going to fall to the level of your training. So to what degree have you subjected yourself to difficulties, which in the context that we're talking about now is pain? To what degree can you manage emotional pain? Can you, do you have the ability to subject yourself to something you don't want to do? Right, a lot of times this is in the form of things that are uncomfortable or boring, But sometimes it can be painful things, right? Maybe you're working on your cardiovascular endurance and you decided to start sprinting. Sprints, are they suck. They're awful, right? I hate cardio. It sucks. But if you can do that, if you can push through that and develop yourself and continue to push and always be at the edge of your comfort zone, you know, in starting to walk into the realm of pain, then you're going to be the kind of man that can endure difficulty. And that's what a leader needs to do. So if you want to be a leader, if you want to be the man that you're supposed to be, if you want to be an asset to God, a tool for him, if you want to be an asset to your family, if you want to protect and provide, if you want to make your wife and your children feel secure, you have to be very comfortable with pain. You have to learn to be comfortable when you're in discomfort. Right? One of the things that I think Marcus Aurelius says, another one of the Stoics, right? Very famous Stoic, is you should never be overheard complaining, even to yourself. Right? Think on that for a minute. You should never be overheard complaining, even by yourself. So you shouldn't hear yourself complain either. You don't want to be the man who complains. You want to weather whatever circumstances life throws at you with dignity. Right? Not only is this very important for your position as a warrior king, right? If you're trying to live out that life, that archetype, if you will, then you have to have a regal disposition. You have to carry yourself with grace, with dignity. You have to be someone who respects himself, who respects others, who respects God and his creation. And one of the ways you do that is by not complaining about pain. So one of the things that you might do and This is a very silly example, but it gets my point across perfectly. There is a book on 
mobilization, right? Stretching and being effective in the gym and not being stiff. That's called Becoming a Supple Leopard. And I'll put a link in the show notes below so you can check that out. One of my favorite books of all time, where the author, Kelly Storetz, says that when you're foam rolling, right? When you're doing myofascial release on your muscles, like a self-massage, can be very painful. You should never make what he calls pain face, right? You should keep your facial expression blank. I don't remember exactly what his reason was, but from a philosophical perspective, the reason's obvious, is that you don't want to teach yourself that I make grimaces and faces when I'm in pain, right? You want to weather it stoically, like a man, like a mature man, like a strong man. So I'm guessing that at this point, you can start to see the utility of this question. And not only in asking other men, but really asking yourself. This is going to be one of the characteristics that defines you. What's your relationship with pain? So ask yourself that today, right? This is going to be your task for today. Pause this episode, pull out your notes app, make a note to fit this in somewhere, maybe on your drive to work or from work, or maybe when you're at the gym today, when you're on the treadmill warming up, you're walking, you're getting warm. Ask yourself, what is my relationship with pain? Do I complain about pain? Do I tell people how much it hurts? I've noticed that there's certain kinds of physical pain that I'm really bad at dealing with, right? When, especially when I'm getting a tattoo in a very painful area, like the calf or the shin or maybe the back. Back really sucks. And it's hour five, hour six, hour seven. I really start to get very bad at handling that pain. So that's something that I try to work on in those situations whenever possible, right? That doesn't mean that you have to really torture yourself But get to that level. Ask yourself, what is my relationship with pain and how can I improve it? So make sure to take that cold shower. It's mandatory. I always say this. Make sure you're training. You absolutely have to be training your body. Make sure you're doing things that are uncomfortable to you. Make sure you're doing things that even cause you mental pain maybe. Maybe you're a very nervous person. Start talking to strangers. Strike up conversations. It's not scary. People by and large are very good. So put yourself out of that comfort zone, learn to grow by accepting pain as a reality of your calling, that your life is never going to be just all rosy and comfortable, that even if you get all of the things that you're trying to achieve, right, you build up your wealth and your earning potential and you build up your body and you have your family and all of the goals that you might have, you still have to subject yourself to difficulty to stay sharp. It is better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. So prepare, find out what your relationship with pain is today and work on it if you have to and continue to work on it so that you will become the most effective man you can be. That's it for this week's Field Log. If you like what you heard today, you can follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on right now. You can also rate the show. That always helps out a lot. You can find me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at marcian.cx for field log snippets, art, philosophy, and training-related content. You can also visit the website at marcian.cx for much more of the same. I'm still working on consolidating the Warrior King content into the marcian.cx project. So check back at the website soon for the new and improved Warrior King training protocol, which is going to include supersets and my updated supplement recommendations. There's also a 2024 goal-setting guide on the way, and of course, the Warrior King newsletter. If any of that sounds appealing to you, the links to everything are in the show notes below. It's all free, and as always, conquer the day.